Get your ride ready for spring driving with Dobbs Spring Break Deals. Money saver deals you can use on Goodyear, Pirelli, Cooper, Michelin, and General Tires. Expert auto service, too. Click on GoToDobbs.com for spring break deals now. Cheap, cheap, fun, fun. Spring is in the air and Dirt Cheap is in your neighborhood ready to deliver the perfect drinks to your doorstep. That's right. All of Dirt Cheap's convenient locations now offer delivery of their wide selections of beers, wines, and all the spirits you need. And if you're like me, nothing hits better in the springtime than a nice weeded bourbon. Ask the friendly staff at Dirt Cheap about their selection of weeders like Maker's Mark, Larceny, and so many others. Download the Dirt Cheap app and order curbside or delivery. Have fun, but be careful out there. With Michelle Smallman, I am Randy Carricker. Great to have you with us on 101 ESPN. And great to have John Brebbia, Cardinal Reliever, joining us on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Morning, sir. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. Good morning. How are you? We're doing well, John. And for all the fans listening, can you just take us through what your routine has been during this quarantine period? Where are you located? And what does your day-to-day look like? Uh, yeah, for sure. So uh, I'm down in Florida. The uh, the weather was a little too good to pass up, so my my wife and son and I stayed down here. Um, and you know it's it's been I'm sure you've heard it before, but it's been a little bit of a groundhog day for for a lot of people. Um, so my my usual is I I wake up and I go for a, a little warm up walk with my son. I throw him in the stroller. We hang out for a little bit. We both eat breakfast together, and then I I get to the baseball. You know I work out and do all the things I need to do to prep for for the season and and fortunately the rest of the day I get to keep hanging with him so I, I get a lot of good family time here. John have you ever thought about the impact that the movie Groundhog Day has had on society? Nobody ever said that before the movie that it was day after day after day the same thing. It's amazing isn't it? Uh, it it's unbelievable and you know it's uh, obviously in during something like this, it becomes that much more evident. And it's just, it's so funny because you hear it all the time. And, and I immediately go to Bill Murray, you know, sitting in a car with a groundhog. And it's, it is, it's funny. I, I kind of feel like Puxatani Phil got a bad rap because of that movie. You know, they could have picked, say, Patrick's Day. They really could have picked any holiday to have the same day repeat over and over again, right? Yeah, we could be sitting here saying it's like St. Patty's Day all over again. <laughs> Everybody would be drunk every day. <laughs> say, that might make for a little tougher mornings. I don't know how those mornings walk will go for me. <laughs> hey, we, we have to ask, and Danny Mack does the show after us here on 101 ESPN, and he wanted us to ask you, because of the uh, the stoppage in play, what's the situation with your beard? Because after you're done playing is when the beard comes off and you start it at spring training. So where does the beard stand right now? Yeah, I, I had to uh, had to find kind of a solution for for what to do. So the I've always told myself that you know when the season starts is when I start growing a beard, and up until then, you know, it's just. You know, whatever's on my face is on my face. I, I shave periodically. Um, and, it, I, you know, unfortunately, well, fortunately, I've never run into a situation like this. Um, but, unfortunately, I didn't know what to do about having no season starting. So, you know, I couldn't really grow the beard. But it's also, it's warm outside, you know, in most places. And, and it's weird not having that tradition and that routine of, of tossing away the razor. So... My compromise, I have not started growing a beard because it's not, you know, it's not officially the season yet. But uh, my compromise was that I've got a very, very poor, disgusting-looking mustache on my face. <laughs> um, and I, I feel like that's a good happy medium. 
<laughs> now, with this mustache, John, is it something that you're maintaining or is it kind of like the beard where you're just letting it run wild during quarantine and then once the season starts, you'll reassess? <laughs> Unfortunately, it is just kind of there. Um, <laughs> I, I would like to say that it's running wild, but it doesn't it doesn't really do much. It's just like this, uh, I don't know, this cozy little caterpillar and it just hangs out there. We're going to need to get a photo of this so that we can share it on our social media channel so people can see what you're working with. Okay. Well, so I'll see what I can come up with. I'm, I'm so impressed by some men, John, because it, it would take me a long time to grow a beard. I remember one time Al Roboski left for the All-Star break. He was clean-shaven. The, the Cardinals had a rule at the time that they couldn't have beards or mustaches. The manager wouldn't let him. And he comes back from the All-Star break with, like, a full beard and mustache. It was unbelievable. How quickly does yours get going? Um, gosh, you know, I, I might actually have to check some, some in-game photographs to, <laughs> to get a, a real good idea, but I think that after, after a few weeks, I start to, maybe two or three weeks, I start to notice like, okay, this is more, uh, this is more beard-like than it is, you know, hairy facial nuisance. <laughs> um, and then once you hit the, I don't know, the maybe month and a half mark, it's, it becomes, you know, oh, he's he's got a beard instead of he's growing out a beard. So a lot of different stages. I'm glad you asked. So, John, we know that you're missing baseball. Obviously, all of us here in St. Louis are really missing baseball. But here on Sports Talk Radio, in the absence of games, we've had to come up with interesting things to talk about that pertain to sports. So our friend Will Mm -hmm. Leach at MLB.com did an article where he listed the coolest player on every team in baseball. And we had a debate yesterday, Randy, Danny, Mac, myself, who we thought was the coolest player in baseball. And so we should unleash it to you. Who's the coolest player on the Cardinals? Oh, my gosh. Um, oh, that's such a good question. I don't know. We've, we've, got, a, we've got a cool team. I, it's going to be hard to pick. I mean, you know, I could go with myself. I'm just a Senor Rico Suave. Um, yeah, especially on Mondays during we, spring training. <laughs> <laughs> yes, dressed to the nines. Um, boy, that, you know, I, I'm not sure. Can I give you like a, a 10 or 11 way tie for first place on that? I'm not really sure. Well, we'll I mean, tell you, you this. Classic. Yeah. Michelle, yeah. T- Michelle went with Yachty. I went with yep. Flaherty. Danny Mack went with Wonger. Oh, okay. Ooh. And I like that there's the variety. So yeah, I think that I, Yachty is, you know, your classic cool guy. Um, Super cool, very, you know, very relaxed, but obviously, you know, you see him in, in the middle of the game, he gets intense. Uh, Flaherty is clearly the West Coast cool. He's got the, the West Coast cool vibe going. Um, oh, my goodness. And then, of course, oh, gosh, you guys are killing me right now. you got to give me a heads up when you go hard-hitting like this because <laughs> I, I have got to prepare. Um, this is like Mike I, Wallace. No, Mike gonna... Wallace walking into your room. You know, he, 60 Minutes is at the door, Mr. Rebia. <laughs> Yeah, seriously. Okay, I'll, I'll I'll try and I'll have a different answer so that we can have even more even more variety. Okay. Um, let's see. Let's see. I'm going to go ahead and say I'm going to say Bader. We have we have our we have our Colton. We have our Yachty. We have the West Coast Jack. We got to go East Coast, right? So so I'm going to have to say Bader. And. Uh, 
I know we, when we have Miles Michaelis on, he's very proud of his hair, and Bader has <laughs> great hair. I mean, that's that's one of the great battles in sports right there. Who has the best flow on the Cardinals? I, it, it is, yeah. You know, it's it's two distinct styles. It's like saying, you know, what's the best fruit? Uh, you know, is it an apple or is it an orange? It's hard to compare. I believe there's a saying about something like that, <laughs> too. Be. You know, you can't compare carrots to carrots or whatever it is. Um, but, but I, you know, right now, I haven't seen Bader in a little bit. I, I saw Miles not too terribly long ago, and he's looking, he's looking pretty sharp. So I'm going to have to lean towards Miles right now. John, I think when we're making these picks, a lot of our choices are predicated on style, whether it's Bader's flow or <laughs> the way that Flaherty dresses. But taking all of that kind of aesthetic stuff away, who's somebody on the team mm-hmm. that is just a sneaky, cool person? It, it doesn't matter about style, clothes, anything, just that you would say, that's a cool guy. Hmm. Um, man, you know, it is hard to pick because I think that I think that our team has so many, I don't know, just so many cool people. Everyone gets along so well. Would you rather um, tell us the biggest dork on the team? <laughs> I that well, that's an easy one. I am the biggest dork on the team, and it's unfortunately it's not even close. I'm I'm doing what I can to kind of work backwards, but uh, but it's hard. It's hard for me to to undorkify, <laughs> and I don't think I'm terribly successful at it. But but sneaky cool is a good one. I Paul I'll go Paul DeYoung. I I Paul DeYoung is a sneaky cool guy. Great call. I spent a lot of time with him in the minor leagues, too. So I, I've gotten to know him fairly well, and I, I like Paul a lot. John Brebby with us on 101 ESPN. Let's talk just a little bit about what's going on. How much communication, if any, are you getting about when things might start up? Uh, yeah, so there's there's a little bit here and there. Uh, unfortunately, most of the news that we hear uh, comes from uh, either social media or different articles written that, that aren't kind of vetted through the proper channels. So I, from what it looks like right now, I think Major League Baseball and the Players Association are trying to collaborate on, on how to get the season going. Um, so, you know, it, it may not start immediately, but at least it looks like there's going to be some groundwork laid pretty soon. And I think that's really exciting because once, once we have a little bit more information, we can, we can start to piece together what a season's going to look like. And, and even if it's not immediately, at least it gives us something to prepare for. And John, based on what we're hearing, if there's a three-week spring training and we have to rush out of the gate, I, I've said on the mm-hmm. air here, I think that it really benefits the Cardinals because you have so many major league pitchers on your staff. Can you just mm-hmm. put that in perspective for us? It seems to me like you guys have 18, 19 guys that can pitch in the majors, which really in a situation like this, if starters are going three, works to your advantage. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, you know, if if St. Louis wants an American League team, I feel like we could just sort of split the National League St. Louis Cardinals up, and and you'd have two really quality major league teams. It's it's a little bit scary to think about, um, but absolutely, you know, if again, if what we're hearing is is accurate or even moderately accurate, um, and there's expanded rosters or a shortened spring training, I think there's a huge advantage to having a lot of prepared arms. Um, I, I can't imagine there's anyone on the team who's who's not going to be ready to, you know, all of our starters are going to be ready to throw 10 innings right out of the gate. Um, so I, I think that it only helps even more that there are more than five starters that can do that. There are more than seven or eight relievers that are going to be able to do that. 
Um, so with an expanded roster, it's it's a really, really nice advantage to have in, in a situation like this when we're just not really sure how it's going to play out. Well, it's great to hear your voice. We appreciate you taking some time with us this morning. We know that uh, you've got a birthday coming up in a couple of weeks, and then your son turns what, uh, one in June, right? What's the date for that? Yeah, yeah, June 30th. Yeah, so he's a... Uh... Wow, wow. It went by quick, right? It Jeez. flies by. I've heard it's like this, though. I've heard it all goes by fast. <laughs> yeah, it does. And that's why, hey, I, and I tell my kids, and I was stupid. I quit taking pictures. Never stop taking pictures. <laughs> <laughs> that's all. I'll, I'll have to take them on a on a better phone. I've got an old phone, and they're all drainy. So <laughs> I'll get my wife to take more. <laughs> Sounds good. Hey, John, thanks for the time. We appreciate it. Hopefully we'll see you soon, and hopefully we can talk again soon. That sounds good. Yeah, I'd like that. All right, take care. Thanks. You as well. Thank you. That is John Brebby. He's fun. Joining us on 101 ESPN. It's great to hear, though, that, you know, he's enjoying his time in Florida with his family, but that he's also getting those baseball activities in. And it seems like any player you talk to or really hear from, that they're itching to get this thing started. Yeah, and hopefully... Major League Baseball and the Players Association will be able to work through the health issues and the money issues and hopefully get on the field uh, as spring training would start in that second week of June.